And there is a difference between wedding insurance and travel insurance. Two totally different things. And yes, you want to get travel insurance as well, because with travel insurance, God forbid, if you were in a COVID-19 situation and you were, let's just say, in Jamaica, travel insurance can cover you for Medivac. Or if you have to get back to the States and you don't, you know, your airlines are saying, you know, you got to pay for another ticket, that will cover you for that. So that's the difference in the insurance. Before we kind of jump into uh, to the interview, uh, why don't you let why don't you let the couples know what services you provide? Sure. My name is Michelle Riddick, and I own and operate Riddick Entertainment and Events. I am the chief event officer, and I am the romance specialist. One of the romance specialists. Ooh, I like that romance um, specialist. Okay. Yes, we we believe in romance. We are a full service event planning firm, and we offer destination events. And it's just not weddings. We offer events because we have a lot of people that like to have events as well. But we also do weddings. We do social events, private events, and corporate events. We do um, prefer to do full service um, management, but we also do event management as well for a month of coordination. Awesome. So, so let's jump right into the interview, Michelle. Right? You got, sure. you got me excited from the intro. <laughs> So what it you know the, the the big thing going on right now is you know this COVID nineteen, a lot yes. of couples are you know they're frustrated they're discouraged they're uh, you know this thing came out of nowhere and uh, you know just kind of took our industry and kind of put a halt on it right so you know planning a wedding is already it's, it's time consuming you got to put forth a lot of effort energy a lot of capital and some couples really don't know. You know, they, they don't know what's going on. What What is your advice, um, especially when planning a destination wedding, what is your advice on how, you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with your clients or your couples regarding this COVID-19? In the era of COVID-19, the key word and the only word is insurance, 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 insurance. You only want to get insurance, work with couples that have insurance, because we never thought this was going to happen. Not in a million years, anyone would have thought the world would be shut down. So you definitely want to have insurance in place. Um, and you also now you need to know when looking for insurance, does it include infectious diseases? Because currently that is not um, on anyone's um, contract or in anyone's insurance policy. Um, I used to be an um, insurance agent for over 10 years as well. So I've studied insurance um, policies and just looking at the moving forward, that is probably going to be an exclusion on a lot of the policies, but I'm sh quite sure there are going to be some companies that will take the risk. Now, is this, is this specifically wedding insurance? Um, for wedding insurance, well, any type of insurance, actually, but specifically with wedding insurance right now, infectious diseases is not listed on the policy. So right now, if something like this was to happen, you would have been covered. Um, and there is a difference between wedding insurance and travel insurance, two totally different things. And yes, you want to get travel insurance as well, because with travel insurance, God forbid, if you were in a COVID-19 situation and you were, let's just say, in Jamaica, travel insurance can cover you for Medivac. Or if you have to get back to the States 
and you don't, you know, your airlines are saying, you know, you got to pay for another ticket that will cover you for that. So that's the difference in the insurances. And so, uh, and do you know any insurance companies that, I mean, you, you, would you just contact your local insurance company and say, yes, you will call, you know, whoever you have for your homeowners, your renters, your auto insurance, mostly all of your national brands cover event insurance, wedding insurance that is covered. I've never even thought about that. That is so amazing. Yeah. That's why we have a professional like yourself <laughs> on the show to educate us about these things. All right. Yeah. So when it comes to when it comes to planning a destination wedding, what should a couple look for? What skills should they look for when investing in a destination planner? And and the reason why I ask this is because, you know, uh, like like as a wedding entertainer, right? There's certain skills that I feel you need to have in order to be able to perform at a high level, right? So mm -hmm. uh, assume it's the same when it comes to looking for a destination planner. Absolutely. Your first thing I would say looking for a destination planner is experience. You want someone that has done this before. Unfortunately, no one wants to be the first, but you kind of with destination, you kind of practice on your family. So if you mess it up, it's okay, kind of like. But, but, you know, for destination, I want to say you want to have at least three years experience, at minimum three years experience, because you have to have those relationships. You know, I can call certain preferred vendors and be like, listen, I'm coming in, or I have a client that's looking, you know, to come over. I, I have um, relationships with some vendors that are like, well, listen, let them come over. Let them get a taste of it, feel it. They just have to get here. We'll pay for them. So it's stuff like that. A newbie wouldn't have that. Can, so, can you listen to that one more time? I just want to be, I just want to be. Sure. I might have to get married again to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a couple that says, listen, I want to get married in Jamaica. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I know a great resort. Only thing you have to do is you have to get there. And they will cover your expenses for two nights. It'll give you opportunity to tour the property, look at all of the um, the things they have to offer, picking linens. You're going to be tasting foods, things of that nature, and then you'd be like, "Okay, this I know this is the place that I want to go to." You call me back up and say, "Listen, I had an amazing time. Everything was great. Let's move forward." So that's what we call the test drive. Ooh, I like that. So, and 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 so the the planner having those relationships is really key. Right, absolutely. because you can set that up for them. That's something that I would imagine. Oh, absolutely. I call and say, listen, I have a couple. They want to come down. Michelle, what's their flight information? Now, I will say this. They will charge you a fee. Let's just say $500. But if you book with them, they apply that to your, your balance. So that's fine. So in the event that you say, you know what? It wasn't what I wanted it to be. They're not out anything either. So it is a $500 investment, but I'm 100% positive that you're going to book if you're going to if you're going to take the time to go over there no one that i've sent has been disappointed right. yeah and they've so, always booked so i did yeah you touched that you touched that sand and you're like oh yeah baby we're here <laughs> <laughs> so 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 other than having the relationships and the experience anything else that you can think of that you know couples should look for yeah you want to look for someone that um has has traveled personally you know, you don't want to be going to a place that they haven't been either. You know, you want to have the experience. I guess that comes back to experience, but that would be something else I would look at. Are you well-traveled? 
you know, because a lot of planners, you have to know when you're going into another country and you're bringing things into another country, you have to pay taxes on it. So your client needs to know that. You don't need to learn that together. So you have to know that information. <laughs> That might be a problem, right? <laughs> you want you know, you want to you want to know that information, and you know, make sure the person has traveled, and you know, like with my with my clients, I try to tell all my clients that are going to Jamaica, listen, get on Southwest. I don't care, just get on Southwest because Southwest is going to give you two pieces of luggage per person free. So you can, we can all bring as much stuff as we need to because we have to bring a lot of stuff over. Again, going back to the relationships, you know, I can call a resort and say, listen, I got some stuff. I'm just going to Amazon there so my clients don't have to bring it. Okay, just do it within a week of you guys coming and I'll store it for you. So that saves too. I didn't know about that Southwest. The two yes, that's Southwest. <laughs> so, so, so what are some of the things that they tax you for? Oh, because if you're bringing in goods, it's it's like a um, what do you call it? Um, oh gosh, it just came out of my head. A tariff. Yeah, it's a tariff. Yes. So you know, you go into another country, and that's another thing people must realize: you are going outside of the country. So the United States rules do not apply. So if you coming in with fifty bags, they may be gift bags for your guests, but it could be looking like you're selling bags there. Oh, okay. You know, so, you know, you got to do a little explaining, but I'm going to give you a little quick tip. If you are working with an event planner who happens to be a travel agent, which I am, I'm both, um, and you are um, certified through the tourism board of that country, they will give you bags, welcome bags and all that other stuff. So you don't have to buy them. You'll get it when you get there. So you just have to register your bag. Do you, do you think it's important that uh, a destination planner also be a, also be a travel agent? I mean, those are, I would imagine those are two separate skills. It is two separate skills, but it is very it's it's instrumental because a travel agent is well versed, and you have some planners that specialize in just Caribbean travel. You know, I know a lot of people that just do Caribbean travel, but not everybody wants to get married in the Caribbean. I have people that, you know, my family is from Italy. I want to go back to the old country and I want to go back there. Can you do that? Yes. So it's just to broaden yourself up and just, you know, not lose any opportunities. Now, how do you, how do you budget for, for destination weddings? Well, that's the great thing about destination um, weddings. Most times it's free for the couple. That's how come a lot of people do it, especially down in the Caribbean. So you have some chains or some hotels that say, listen, you bring the guests here. You're already staying in an all-inclusive place. They're paying to get here. We'll give you the wedding for free. Wow. So you just come on down here and do it. And most times, you know, you can get a good um, number of people to go because some people incorporate it as their vacation too. Like, I'm going to see you get married, but I might stay a couple of days after or or come in a couple of days earlier. So the hotel is still getting the business because remember, they are still, you're still at an all-inclusive place. So if you already paid for it, it's not like they got to do anything different. You know, you're already getting a free alcohol. You're already getting a free food. It's just putting it together all in one place. So it's, it's uh, I don't even have this question down, but because you mentioned it just now, <laughs> when, you're, when, you're booking, when you're booking your wedding, 
mm. is it uh like like what amenities typically come? I know it's probably different with different results, but like just kind of give me a, an idea of what's included. Mm. Um, uh, most time, um, your venue, of course, whether you want to get married on the beach or under a nice tree or in a pavilion, your location is covered. All of your food and beverage is covered. You're going to, you're going to pick your own menu. So that's awesome. Um, your um, bouquet is covered. It may not be all the bridesmaids, but your bouquet and boutonniere for the bride and groom are typically covered. Um, your cake is covered. Um, what else would be covered? Um, your ceremony music most times is covered, not the reception, but ceremony music is covered. Right, what about the alcohol? Now, yeah, your alcohol, yeah. Food and beverage is covered. Wait. It's open bar because you're already at an all-inclusive resort. So. Oh, wow. There you go. So that's right. the key. You're already at an all-exclusive, so everything's already included. They're just adding the amenities for you as far as doing the wedding and the ceremony and yes. wow that is uh, so i would imagine that it will cut your budget in time oh yeah absolutely now what takes it up is if you add on all the bells and whistles you know you say you know what i want to get the arch for um you know to get married in front of the arch so they're going to charge you for that or um i want to get um the the different centerpieces and, you know, things like that. Most places come with a standard, maybe all white. If you want to bring your stuff down with you, you can, but remember your tariff tax, but they can accommodate you on that as well. So that's when your flowers come into play. You, you know, depending on how many bridesmaids you have that, you know, that may come into play getting your, um, your, um, bouquets from them. Um, Oh, another, um, additional expense is, you know, a lot of the brides now are doing a bridal shower at the resort. So you're getting pampered before. So you're at the spa getting your hair, your nails done and all that. So those are ex extra expenses. So, so what, are the, what, are th what are the three most popular destinations? The three most popular um, is Jamaica, Hawaii, and St. Lucia. Wow. And of course, you've been to all three, right? I haven't been to Hawaii yet. Really? Okay. No, yeah, I have not been to Hawaii yet. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm. Go I have. I have to do a research and development um trip. <laughs> so, so I'm. I'm glad you bring that up. So, how does that work for you? Um, you know, if you haven't been to a destination, you'll just go there, visit it, try to build the relationships, and tell them. Well, I. Uh, I, what I would do is, um, in the state of Virginia, I am the director for the Association of Bridal Consultants. So I have a network of over 4,000 members. So I can call someone in Hawaii and be like, listen, I got a client. Can you go over to such and such and such in place, do a video for me? And so I can, you can walk me through it. I'm going to need your help when I get on the ground so on and so forth so you do partner you and that's another thing with relationships not only relationships with vendors but your your local or your um colleagues as well because you you need that i've i've met someone at like in a convention or something and you know we just kept in touch facebook friends and she was like hey i got a wedding that i need to do in virginia this is the location they want do you mind just going over there for me? I'll send you some gas money. Da, 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 da. I was like, don't worry about it. It's not far from me. It was at the Gaylord. Went up to the Gaylord, went live with her so she can see, talk to someone. 
she sent me a check for two hundred and fifty dollars and was like, "Thanks, I got the deal." Wow. So she said, "When I come into town, would you mind working with me?" No problem. Absolutely. So it, it those, those relationships are super important. So 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 kind of walk me through what a couple can expect when traveling for their wedding to Jamaica or St. Lucia, right? So. Mm -hmm. Well, what they can expect is just everyone's going to roll out the red carpet for you. You are treated like royalty. From the time in which you get to the airport, when you book with us, most times I travel with the um, bride and groom unless it's something really logistically I need to get there before. But typically we travel together. The number one thing I tell all brides, never check your wedding dress. You're going to take that baby on a plane with you and they're going to treat it like gold. The stewardess, the, the airline staff know this. she got a gown. Let's just make sure it's good to go. Once we get to the airport, I always, once we get to the location and we get to the airport, well, I always try to secure private um, travel for them so they can enjoy some time by themselves because it's, they're not going to really have a lot of time. And then once you get to the resort, it's they're going to wait on you hand and foot. They're so appreciative that you're there, that you're bringing all your friends and family over. So it's a magical experience. Wow telling you, you make me want to renew my vows next year. Yes, right. <laughs> we do that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that, that's amazing. So how does it work? Um, how does it work with the guests? Like, how do you how do you, how do we get all the guests on the same page? Well, what I do is once we start booking, because I'm managing that as well. So I start booking. I'm keeping them informed. I'm emailing them, saying, okay. Um, I need your information because, of course, people are coming from all over the place. So once I get my itineraries in, I know who's coming in at what time and, you know, about what time they get into the airport. So like I said, typically we get there before the guests just to get all our stuff taken care of. So once the guests arrive at the hotel, I'm sitting in a lobby at a table. This is the Smith and Smith wedding. Come over here. Once you check in and get your keys, you come see me. I'm giving you full itineraries, welcome bags. Yes. yes. I'm giving you welcome bags. Here's drinks. This is wow. what we're doing tonight. Hey, I finally get to meet you in person because I'll be talking to these people all the time. So they'll get that personalized service once they get there. So you're really the point person. You're handling the invitations. You're making yes. sure all the guests, they have all Absolutely. their invitations ready. Their yes. requirements and you're, wow, that's amazing. That's yeah, we want to make sure that the bride and groom don't have to deal with those details. That's why they're paying someone to be there. So we want, you know, we just don't want everyone knocking on their door. Well, what's going on next? So then my name and contact information is on everything. So if you have any questions, concerns, you're going to contact me and I'll make sure we get you the answers that you need. So what are, uh, how, how do you, how do you, how do you pick a date? Because it's always sunny in Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, um, couples typically have a significant date that means something to them. I always try to tell them if it's in the summertime, let's do it during the week, you know, Come in on a Monday, get married on a Wednesday, then you're going by that Friday, and then that way you don't have to deal with all the crowds. And it's less it's less expensive to get married during the week, and it's less um, it's less busy. So in, in in the United States, you know, our popular wedding season is the summer and the fall. Mm -hmm. uh, 
in in Jamaica, is there is there like a hot season? Is summertime like you know? That's fall. when everybody's trying to take vacation. No, fall is the big time. Really? You got fall and holiday weekends because most people want to you know if it's like Columbus Day weekend, you know everybody's off that Monday, so we're going to do it that weekend. You know, but fall is the the big time to get married. So is there um, and and. You said that there is a, you get a discount if you get married during the week rather than... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's less expensive if you get married. The rates are a little bit, your rates, I should say, for your stay is less expensive. I just had a question in my mind. I lost it. It was a good one, too. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. So how many days do they typically stay? Do you, do you recommend staying like a week? Well, I mean, it's all up to the couple of how long they want to be around their family and friends. But the minimum nights for most resorts is three nights. Oh, see, that's good to know. Three nights yeah. minimum. Yeah, three nights minimum. Now, I would imagine you get married, you're also on your honeymoon, right? Like you knock out yeah. two birds with one stone. There you go. There you go. And most um, most hotel chains, um, resorts, they have like the breakfast in bed and, you know, all that stuff. In Jamaica, with most resorts, is multiple resorts because that island is big. So you might get married in Montego Bay and be like, you know what? Everybody's staying here. We're going to go to the grill for our honeymoon. Yeah. You know, so you have those options to hop. Now, now, now this is a question, right? Like, I really want to know. How do you book your vendors? Right? So Yeah. That is you have to you have to rely on the hotel. And that's why it's important to get to a reputable hotel. Um, because they're gonna refer you to the vendors. Most of them are in-house, but you might have an instance where you know, I want um, I don't know, black cake. Mm -hmm. And uh, the hotel might not make black cake. And I've had someone say, you know, I want authentic, real Jamaican black cake. And I had to go call my contact and was like, hey, I need something offsite because they want real rum cake. And she's like, okay, I know somebody. I know a baker. I said, put me up to them. I'm a firm believer in doing Zoom Skype meetings with my vendors because I like to see who I'm talking to, like what their surroundings are looking like. And you could get a better to me if I'm talking face-to-face -face with someone. So um, those are the things. I, I always go with a referral. I don't blindly like Google someone because I need to have a reference. So the venue or the resort is the one that's giving you a preferred list. Yes. And then you're vetting them for the couple, right? Having exactly. Them mm -hmm. them. And, and, and so typically, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to think about a wedding in the States, right? You have, obviously, you have the venue, you have the entertainer, the photographer slash videographer, the mm -hmm. caterer, mm -hmm. the, the baker, mm -hmm. um, the person that's doing the designs, maybe that's you or somebody, somebody else. But, so it's typically the same vendors that you would have in the States, right? You just Absolutely. Yeah. The mm -hmm. only vendor that you don't have is um, transportation because everyone's already there. Yeah, got you. Yeah. Now, you may have some people stay off resort. They may say, well, I, you know, mm -hmm. I, I know someone that lives there or, or something like that. But know this, if, if someone does not stay on the property, most hotels will charge you for them coming on the property. 
So guests that stay off property at another hotel or somewhere else, they may charge you $150 for that guest to come to your wedding. So, and they're very strict about it. They can come 30 minutes before the ceremony and they have to be gone 30 minutes after the wedding is over. So you won't be there in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Got you. You have to. Um, people are paying yeah. to be on the exactly. Floor. This person is just a guest, and exactly that makes sense. So, yeah. what um, what can, can you walk me through like one of like a destination wedding that you have done? Sure. Um, just recently did one um in October. Worked with the client for maybe a year. Um, with her on on hers, and you start off the process of it always starts off states versus somewhere else it always boils down to the money getting married in the united states is at least a minimum in this particular area i'm in northern virginia is at least forty thousand dollars for a nice wedding not a lot of people can come or maybe everybody is trying to come and that's where the couple has to make the decision do i want a wedding or most people have to make the decision wedding or house because most couples are trying to you know buy a house so this particular couple, um, they just was like, I want to, we want to buy a house. You know, millennials are different. I will say that they are like, okay, it's okay. Grandma can't come. Somebody can do a FaceTime or Zoom (laughs) or Zoom. And that's okay if she can't come, you know, so they're, they're a little different. They don't have that sentimental where everybody has to be there and all that other stuff. So just going through the whole process, it was just of, um, finding the location they did start off with one location but they found that the flights and stuff were a little bit expensive they wanted to go to turks and caicos and um it just didn't work for their guests so then we switched it and then we said okay we're going to go to jamaica they did have kids there that's another important thing you have to find a resort that allows kids on the property so we found a perfect resort allows kids everything was great um he was from trinidad originally was getting married in Jamaica. So you can imagine what that was like. <laughs> but it was okay. We, we worked through those challenges. But it was, it was a great experience. They did the test drive because the bride was, you know, very particular about what she wanted. She wanted to touch her tablecloths and feel it. So we sent her over. She was perfectly fine with it. She did a split stay. She got married at one resort left her guest after the day after her wedding, and then they went to another resort for the honeymoon. They had the great experience of... It's called a split stay. Yeah. You get married at one resort, but you do your um, wedding at another resort. Uh, We call it wedding moon, a wedding moon. So she did that, but she did have an opportunity to taste what her cake was going to taste like. She customized her menu of what she wanted. You know, he was very specific about things that he wanted, you know, because he was from the islands, he wanted to have jerk and, you know, all that. So he was very particular. So he got an opportunity to meet the chef and was like, okay, I want a little bit more spice for my thing. So, you know, it was, it was, it was a good experience for them. Um, once we arrived there, um, we got there early. The bride and her family got there early. We checked in. They had that full day to relax. They had no worries. No guests were there yet. They just relaxed. Friday was go day. People were starting to arrive. 
we had a meeting um, with the wedding coordinator at the resort because at well, all resorts, they're going to have their own wedding coordinator, which works out good for me because they take care of the front of the house and I take care of the back of the house. Mm -hmm. We worked out all our details, finalized our timeline. We had a nice bonfire um, room night for the guests when they got there. Next day was the wedding. Had an awesome wedding. They did first look pictures, so that was great. So we kind of did all the pictures up front and then we got um, then they got married, and then they party. They party. They had a good party. Their entertainment was only for three hours, but because they were on resort, they got married on a Saturday, changed their clothes, and went to the club and just danced the night away for oh, the rest of the party. After yeah, party. <laughs> after party. That's it. So, That's so it. how are weddings different in the island than they are in the states? Oh, they're on island time. <laughs> <laughs> they are on islands. I had to learn how to relax. When I went over there, even though they keep a schedule, but I'm like, okay, 317, this is supposed to happen. And they're like, relax, man. It's going okay. <laughs> to be okay. So that I had to get adjusted to because they're, they're not in a rush to do anything. They're going to make sure it's nice and everything, but they're not like here. We're here. We know it got to be this, 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 and this, but they're not like that over there. So that's a major difference. It's major. Relax. Very, very chill. And no one is walking fast or doing anything. You know, they're just like, it's okay, man. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's good that, you know, the resort, They, I mean, obviously they specialize in doing weddings as well. I mean, that's yes. great business. So it's not like you're going in there blind, right? You said that they have a vendor there. They exactly. have in-house planner there. They have mm -hmm. recommendations for different other vendors. So you know what you're getting into and then having you on the back end kind of taking care because the resort may not know the couple like you know the couple, right? Exactly. So in between person, let me know what's going on and let me communicate with them rather than you because they don't really know. You might come from you, right? It, it, it might come out differently than if it's coming from exactly. me. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. I always tell <laughs> my couple, tell me what you want. Yeah. Just tell it to me and I'll make sure that it gets done and then i also tell the hotel do not bother my client whatever you need and i make sure my client gives them permission to tell me whatever it needs i am the buffer i am the person who's going to make the decision whether she really needs to know that or not wow. and i always tell my clients this is the number one thing i tell my clients there's no such thing as a perfect wedding and there's going to be a lot of things that happen that you're not going to know and we'll have that conversation when you get back from your honeymoon i'll tell you everything <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point right and you know what coming especially brides they love to hear that can you just say that one more time one more time. sure there's no such thing as a perfect wedding yes it, it there's just no such it's something is going it could be something minute but something is going to go wrong so you definitely want to get you know just understand that but i am here or the wedding planner is here just to make sure that you don't know about that we don't want you to know about that i can tell you a small example i had one of my largest weddings this past fall 350 people the day before the wedding my transportation person called me and his parents was killed in a car accident so he was on his way to south carolina now it's a small business so he didn't have anybody 
to sin for me, but because I have relationships, I called someone else and said, hey, I'm in a jam. This is what happened. And because we have such good relationships and we use these vendors all the time, he said, listen, I will give the client enough time to get her refund back and then she can pay me. By the time, I, because I got everything together, I had my plan in place before I called my client. I called my client, told the mother of the bride what was going on. She said, you took care of it? I was like, yes. I said, well, he's going to give you time to pay. She said, thank you, because it's the day before. She didn't know what kind of expenses she was going to come with. And that was a chunk of change. So she was like, I will pay it once I get the refund back. And it worked out seamlessly. And I think, you know, that's why I always encourage my couple. First question I ask them, do you have a plan? Right? Because, you know, when when, and and I just think it's a misconception in in our industry where, you know, couples think that they can do this themselves. And then they get so far in and they realize, like, you know, my mom and my BFF and and my sister, they just can't, they're not, they're not qualified. Right, they can assist you, but yes. man, you need a professional to come in. I mean, you're dealing with one of the biggest days of your life. You've never done this before. You you don't even know where to start. I mean, it's getting you know from the capital to the time, the effort, the energy. When you Absolutely. invest in a planner, what you're investing in really is their relationships. That's what Listen. you're. I'm, I'm, I tell my, as soon as my bride tell me, oh, my mom could do that. No, you don't want to rob your mother from this day. Oh, my cousin, she does a, when your cousin is out there wobbling on the dance floor and the, and the cake <laughs> fell in the back. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, so I tell them, you want to reserve these things. You want your guests to be guests. I'm yeah. more than happy to work with someone but I can't work with a whole bridal party. And I don't want to work with a mom on this day because she's been looking forward to this your entire life. Yes. So you, you don't want to rob her of that because it's a lot of details. People, vendors are going to be checking in. You know, she wants to help you get ready, not worry about what time the caterer is going to get there. Yeah. So all of that is important. And I lay that out to my clients and I tell them why, you know, why are you hiring me? I am your sense of relief. I am your person. I tell them, consider me your lawyer. I'm here to protect you. And I'm not gonna let no one get over on you. I'm negotiating contracts for you. I'm making sure you're getting the best deals. I'm giving you my preferred list because I even have my clients do it. Here, call this guy right here and see how much his food is for catering. They call, they get one price. I'm going to call the same person. Hey, how how much I offer you? Let me do that. I have one lady go, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have that relationship with him. And I I give him a lot of business. It's true because, you know, if you contact me or any any planner that I know contacts me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give them the family deal. Because you're going to be like, Eugene, listen, these are my folks. These are my people's here. I need you to take care of them. No problem. For you, Michelle, no problem, right? But if I don't know the couple, I don't know you. Like, <laughs> we don't have no connection. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's, you're going to get yeah. charged 25. Michelle calls me, you get it for 15. <laughs> there you, you know? go. And, uh, and, they, and I don't think a lot of couples 
they don't they don't they don't um they don't understand but you know what it's not their fault they've never done this before exactly you are when you invest in a planner they are negotiating for you and you have negotiating power because yes. you have these relationships right exactly. so at the end of the day it just money you think you're you think you're you're losing money because oh i don't have to pay a planner i can do it myself but you're going to end up paying more for your vendors that's it well this is what i tell couples and you know i've turned down people and some people have told me no you know i can do it myself but i tell everyone it costs you more to fix a mistake mm. yes and at a wedding you know you can't afford mistakes right you can't you and you can't get it right <laughs> that's it that's it that's yeah, it i had one bride tell me because i did <laughs> month of coordination for her and you know she had everything together and her, i said okay so where's your timeline she said what's that yeah i was like okay <laughs> oh my photographer gave me the timeline let me go <laughs> yeah you know i i did a wedding one time and uh the couple had hired a a harpist it was okay yeah. really important for them to have this harpist there okay yeah and um the harpist never showed right oh, no. yeah so and and this and you know mom was assisting with the planning and uh so the harpist never showed mom's on the phone with the harpist the harpist ends up going to another venue like three hours away oh man the wrong information man. and so you know i had to scramble and get the music ready for the ceremony, which I wasn't hired for, I wasn't prepared for, but I, you know, we make it happen as-, as Hey, right, absolutely, yeah. And, um, you know, at the end, you know, the couple was like, oh, Jane, you saved our ceremony, thank you so much. And, you know, in my mind, I was saying, you know, that moment was so important to you, right? And it, it could have been an honest mistake by mom, but- right. you know, wedding planners we're not gonna have that right we're gonna we're gonna confirm and reconfirm with we're gonna call the harpist that day so listen i'm gonna see you at what time or if the harpist is not there in an hour what you know what i'm saying it's just it's it's you're saving yourself so much stress Absolutely. by just investing investing in a planner so michelle before i let you go um two things number one what do you think is the biggest misconception in doing destination weddings? That you can't afford it. Yes. Yep. I and think we already know yep. that people. <laughs> it's doable. It's free for the couple. <laughs> right. Just it, that's that's the biggest misconception that you can't afford it. And, you can't. and no one's gonna come. And so, what should a budget? What should a couple have in mind as far as a budget? Which, like you said, getting married in Northern Virginia is 30, 30, 30 jeans. What? What would you think? I would say comfortably for your stay, um, for your accommodations, flight, um, ceremony, reception. You're probably looking at easily ten thousand dollars. Yeah, easy ten thousand. And most couple, the average couple spend seven thousand dollars on their honeymoon. So you're getting a wedding honeymoon, ten thousand. That's amazing. And you still get to celebrate with your friends and everything for the for that phenomenal price. 
So, so Michelle, how do people get in contact with you and book your services? Well, they can go to my website. I'm at riddickent.com. Or you can find me on social media, on Facebook at Riddick ENT and Instagram at Riddick ENT. So though you do destination weddings, you can still do weddings in the States. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And you don't just do weddings, you just do events. Exactly. Do that you yeah, we do everything. And, make, and also, too, destination is not always out of the country. Destination is Vegas. Destination is, you know, California. Just really depends on where the person wants to go. And I noticed that you do a lot of trips. I mean, obviously, like you do like a, you, you, you do your, your <laughs> annual New York trip. Yes, yes. And that's coming up. Um, we're doing something special this year. This is our 15 year anniversary for going to New York. So we're going to do something special. Details are coming out for that soon. Yes. Um, and we have New Year's Eve in St. Lucia. Mm. And you're mm. also a travel agent. So if you just want yeah. to travel and you don't want to plan a wedding or. Right. You know, like a getaway, they can contact you with that. What's your, what's your, uh, what's, what's the business number? 703-919-4309. Awesome. Uh, Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show. Super, super excited. I can't wait. Like I said, I just think that uh, you gave us some valuable information, especially about the wedding insurance. I think the insurance period, right? Because you know what? Yes. A, a lot of couples are canceling their wedding. If they would have had insurance in place, they would have been uh, in, a, in a better yeah. place. So now I'm about to hook up with an insurance. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. All right, Michelle, take care. I'll be in touch. Okay. All right, take care. Okay, bye-bye.